Welcome to the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast brought to you by Keep Playing Baseball. This is your host, Ethan Gavon, coming to you from Sacramento, California. Keep Playing Baseball is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to helping every high school baseball player navigate the recruiting process and play college baseball. At Keep Playing Baseball, we don't think money should dictate college baseball opportunity, and all our resources, including this podcast, are 100% free. No signups, no fees, no strings attached. We use the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast in many different ways, but the main point is to get you the information you need to keep playing baseball. We appreciate you tuning in to the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast, the best source of recruiting information on the go. What's up, guys? Welcome to a trial episode of the Daily KPB. Uh, What the Daily KPB is, is we're doing a trial run of converting our written content into audio content. And the reason for that is just to give you guys another format to uh, digest important information about playing college baseball and the recruiting process. So whether you just prefer taking in content uh, through your ears and listening to podcasts, or whether you don't have time to uh, sit down and read articles and you you have to take in that content on the run, uh, this is for you. And so we're going to give it a shot. We're going to see how it works, try and get some feedback and see if if you guys like it. And if you do, we're going to keep on doing it. And if not, we'll make adjustments and continue to keep trying to find ways to uh, bring value to you and, and make it easier for you guys to navigate this process. So this particular episode is about understanding the financial picture as you go through the recruiting process and understanding uh, really student loans and college debt and so this is going to be geared more towards parents we're going to talk to uh, you as if you're a parent listening to this if you're a player uh, that's great you should listen to this and you should understand this stuff but we're guessing that this is going to lean more towards parents. So um, anyways, we'll jump right into it and um, see how it goes. And we'd love your feedback. So when we're talking about the recruiting process, there's tons of excitement and uncertainty. And um, a lot of times this can lead parents and recruits to make some short-sighted decisions. So, you know, when college coaches are really interested in a player and they make an offer a lot of times they're pretty eager to close the deal and get a player committed. And so as a parent or a recruit, it's really easy to kind of get carried away by the excitement of the moment and make a hasty or poorly thought out decision without really considering the implications on the future. And so, you know, when the recruiting process starts to pick up steam and you start getting offers, that's that's actually when you want to slow things down, pump the brakes a little bit, and make sure that you're really thinking things through. And so, you know, while it it might seem that in the moment, many stages of the recruiting process require an immediate answer, or you know, there's there's a a clock ticking. Um, there's actually very few decisions that you're going to have to make right away. And that you should feel comfortable taking your time and, and thinking things through. Because remember, this isn't just about the next four years of baseball. This is about 
the rest of your life. And so the long-term financial ramifications of, of college student loan debt, that's something that can burden players for, for decades after they graduate. And that's not really something you want to get into. So coming up with a practical financial plan is a huge part of the recruiting process. And we encourage all parents and players to put their heads together and uh, create their own plan and and better understand the way they're going to finance their college baseball experience. And so in in this article that we're converting to the podcast, we're going to discuss how to do a basic budget exercise on the cost of attending college so that, you know, your son can chase his, his baseball dreams and get a college education and then graduate with hopefully zero student loan debt, but um, at least manageable student loan debt. And so there's uh, there's four main steps that we're going to run you through with a couple bonus points. And uh, so we'll jump right into those. Um, step number one is understanding your family budget. So, you know, if you're familiar with our website, you already know that college baseball is not a full ride sport you know, the chances of you getting a full ride for your athletics is very unlikely. Um, And so that means that even if your son's lucky enough to earn a baseball scholarship, it's likely only going to cover a part of his total cost to attend college. And so the first thing you need to do is sit down and try and figure out how much money your family can afford to pay out of pocket each year so that your son can cover his college expenses. So, you know, that might be a lot of money. It might be a little money. um, But understanding how much that is, say, you know, maybe your family can afford $5,000 out of pocket each year towards your son's college expenses. uh, Knowing what that is is going to be really important. So we'll use $5,000 as your family budget as we kind of work our way through this example. So step one understand your budget for the purposes of this example, we'll say the budget's $5,000. So step two is understanding the cost of attendance for each school that your son's interested in. And so the total cost of attendance, excuse me, the total cost of attendance is the amount of money it's going to cost your son to attend a particular college or university for one academic year And so it's going to include things like tuition, room, board, books, and some other student fees. So for our example, we're going to talk about big time university where your son wants to play baseball. And we're going to say they have a cost of attendance totaling $20,000 per academic year. So your out of pocket budget is $5,000. Total cost of attendance is $20,000. So step one, understand your budget. Step two, understand the cost of attendance for each school. Big time you in this example is $20,000. Step three is understanding your out-of-pocket costs. So out-of-pocket costs are the amount of money that you're going to be expected to pay for that school once baseball scholarship money, academic money, and grant money are taken into account. So it's different than the total cost of attendance. It's it's trying to establish how much you're actually going to have to pay for your son to attend that school once those uh, scholarship money and grant money is taken into account. So, for example, if your son is offered a $5,000 baseball scholarship per year and then $2,000 of academic scholarship on top of that, 
and let's say you qualify for $5,000 in federal grant money based on your FAFSA submission. So that, that totals $12,000 that you're of scholarship or grant money. And so if you sub subtract that $12,000 from the, uh, the cost of attendance, that's going to leave you with $8,000 of, of out-of-pocket costs. So basically, you're going to be on the hook for paying $8,000 each year once you subtract scholarship and grant money from the total cost of attendance. Your out-of-pocket budget is $5,000. Total cost of attendance is $20,000. Out-of-pocket costs are going to be $8,000. And so next step, step four, is determining the amount of money that you're going to need to borrow. And so the amount of money that your son would need to borrow to attend Big Time U in this, in this case would be his out-of-pocket costs minus your your budget, the money you've set aside to pay for his school each year. So it's going to be $8,000 for the out-of-pocket costs minus the $5,000 that you've decided that you can afford to pay each year. And that's going to leave you with $3,000 each year. And so if your son is able to maintain his scholarship and grant money for four years of school and you're having to come up with $3,000 each year so that you can meet the, um, the out-of-pocket costs, that's going to leave you with a minimum of $12,000 in student loans. And so understanding that and kind of thinking forward to what you think you, your son might do after he graduates from college, um, the type of degree he's going to have, what type of uh, salaries the, the profession he's interested in going into have for people fresh out of college. All that stuff is really going to help you decide kind of how much money in federal student loans you're going to take out, um, or private loans for that matter. But um, you're really going to want to look at estimating your monthly loan repayments for post-graduation. And so while this basic budget exercise that we've run you through might seem simple, uh, by understanding your family budget, by understanding the cost of attendance, by understanding the out-of-pocket costs, and then figuring out how much student loan debt you're going to graduate with, um, how much student loan debt your son is going to graduate with, you can start to determine kind of which college baseball opportunities are going to fit best for your family budget, and then how much debt you're willing to pay off. And so to take this exercise a step further, you can kind of begin to see what your monthly loan repayment costs are going to be after graduation if you can estimate the job and salary that you think you're likely going to have or your son's likely going to have. So, you know, you start by considering the job that you think your son is likely to have after college and how much money you think he's going to make. And then using those projections, you can use the the student loan repayment estimator, and that's going to give you a ballpark idea of what the monthly payments are going to be. So, for example, if your son graduates from college and is living in California, working as a teacher and making $35,000 with $12,000 borrowed on a federal direct subsidized loan, like our ongoing example, 
he can expect to pay between $79 and $217 each month depending on his repayment plan. So consider the same situation, but assume that your son borrowed $60,000 in student loans rather than just twelve. His monthly payment increases to the range of $141 to $633. So that's a pretty considerable difference when you're talking about going from, you know, at the upper echelon of your repayment, $217 to $633 a month. That's going to make a big difference in kind of the way you choose to live your life. You want to think through not only the loans, but also, you know, the value of your degree. Um, in the working world, not all degrees are going to be created equal. So the name on the degree can definitely make a big difference in, in kind of the expected income and the ability to be competitive in the job market. So, for example, you may consider taking out a lot more student loan debt in order to attend a top academic school with a prestigious name. Maybe it's an Ivy League school, for example. Um, you know, that may help you graduate and earn a higher-paying job right out of college uh, in some instances and, and kind of allowing you to graduate and support a higher loan payment. But having a degree and access to a, a highly academic social s network um, like an Ivy League school might have, you know, that might be an investment that your son or, uh, or you want to make. And so, you know, compare that to maybe a lesser known college on a national scale, um, that might not be worth taking out the loan. So uh, that's not to say that you can't do what you want to do, at, you know, coming out of any school, because you certainly can, but you definitely want to take into consideration the degree, the name of the school, and as you try and figure out, you know, how much student loan debt do I want to take on, and what is this going to do to me after I graduate? So, you know, the final kind of pointer is, um, you know, just do the math. You know, the point of this article was to show that, you know, with a little work and some planning, you know, you and your son can can do the math and figure out what college baseball opportunities fit within your budget and your financial considerations. And then, you know, also figuring out and thinking about what your son's life is going to look like after graduating from college. His student loan debt is something he should consider very carefully. Uh, you know, community college baseball offers uh, many cheaper options than four-year schools and can significantly reduce the uh, the cost of attending college for at least two years. So if your son's looking to play college baseball on a tight budget and doesn't get the uh, financial assistance that he needs from grants and scholarships, this is an option that we'd strongly suggest he considers. And so there's a way for your son to find a college program that fits his his academic and baseball needs, but it's also important to look at that financial piece as well. And so it starts by doing a, a basic budget exercise like we've outlined in this podcast. Um, number one, understand your budget, understand the cost of attendance, understand the out-of-pocket costs, uh, understand um, how much money you're going to have to borrow Try and estimate what you think you might be doing post-graduation, how much money you might make. Factor in the value of your degree, both in terms of the areas of study and also the name on the degree. And then just take the time to do the math and plan things out 
And uh, if you do that, you're going to put yourself in a pretty good situation moving forward where you know what you're going to have to do to pay off that student loan debt. And hopefully it helps prevent you from graduating and then realizing that, you know, you really can't do what you want to do because you, you won't make enough money or you're just going to be uh, crippled by student loan debt. So um, hope this was useful uh, for more information. Definitely check out the article, which has links and other important references. Thanks for listening to this episode of the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast brought to you by Keep Playing Baseball. As always, if you need more information on the recruiting process or how to play college baseball, you can find that for free on our website, www.keepplayingbaseball.org. We're also very active on social media. That's at KeepPlayingBB on Twitter, KeepPlayingBaseball on Facebook, and at KeepPlayingBaseball on Instagram. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review, or at least tell your friends. We provide all this information for free because we want to help you get to the next level. If you're interested in a partnership or sponsorship in underwriting some of the Keep Playing Baseball content on our website, or being the title sponsor or running ads on our podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out to keepplayingbaseball at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening to this episode, and we look forward to catching you on the next one.